BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Well, Happy New Year's, Chris. Happy yeah, New Year's too. to all of you Giant fans out there. Thank God 2023 is over. We get to move on to 2024 and better things ahead. Uh, you know, Chris, yesterday's you sure, game... You sure about that? I hope so. I think so. I, I, I think so. I, I really do. I really do. And I think yesterday's game... <laughs> was like kind of fun to watch, but also like I had, a, I had a lot of different emotions watching that game, Chris. And I I was trying to think figure out like how am I going to start this podcast? Like I'm not pissed, I'm not happy. I'm kind of like I don't know how to feel. Right? Like the Giants could have won that game three or four different times. They didn't. Yep. yep. But they fought. They played a closer game than I thought. And you know, Chris, to your credit, you said it'd be a close game. I didn't think it would be. Um. I liked what the schemes that 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 Wink uh, and 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 Stafford kind of um, you know verified it after the game. I liked the schemes that the, the defense gave them. I liked the fight that they showed. But at the end of the day, you know, we just we just kill ourselves, man. Um, can't execute. Yeah, we can't execute. It's all about execution with this team. And but but I came away like kind of a little happier with with some of the things we have on this team. And it's it's weird, like guys like Dane Belton who were kind of buried and kind of in the doghouse a bit even last year and this year. And he comes away with what, two picks, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery. Like, okay, well, you know, he made some plays. Darius Slayton two weeks in a row makes huge plays for this team. We have a quarterback who can throw the ball down the field and Tyrod Taylor, like, although the line is bad and needs help, it needs, needs fixing. Like there are plays to be made. So I don't know, Chris, I, I'm all over the place, but I think that game was kind of all over the place. And that's just how I feel right now. Yeah. Excuse me. That was a wild one. Yeah. That was, so, you know, I don't know where to go from here, but it's like, well, we fought hard. So. Yeah. Well, they've been doing that, but they also, you know, some of the same stuff kept popping up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Saquon yeah. drops. Jerry, I know the hot topic is that second down play, you know, uh, that mm-hmm. draw play and <clears throat> what the hell are they doing there? Rightfully so. Yeah. But we're probably not even having this discussion if Saquon holds on to that little choice route he ran because he was gone, bro. I was watching the field behind him. Yep. And he was going to – that was going to be a huge – if not a touchdown, Jim, a huge chunk play. And I was 
you know, I was talking with Paul Dottino, who works for the Giants on the sideline. He was right down in the sideline. And I asked him, I said, Paul, if Saquon catches up ball, is he gone? He goes, oh, Chris, he's gone. Yeah. You know, he's gone. Yeah. Um, Jerry, a ridiculous drop, you know? So, um, look, the holding call on Ballinger, another big play negated. So, so many things, and I and I get it. Did you think it was a hold? It was close. Um, yeah. So many people saying, yo, Chris, it was a hold. Um, I saw the arm go up and kind of like grab him. What did you think on TV? What would he I say? Thought it was, I thought it was more of a hold than not. I right. thought it was right. – I, okay. I, I was fine with them calling it. So – yeah, it looks sort of like a hold. Let's put it this way, Jerry. Was it the most egregious hold? No, but you can't put the ref in that position. Right. It kind of slowed the defender, right? Yeah. Kind of like grabbed them a little bit. Ballinger, I was talking to Dan after the game, and he's like, I didn't think that was really a hold, but I can't be in that position to even give them a chance to call that. And sure. he did. Yeah. And uh, I saw a lot of people saying, no, Chris, it was definitely a hold. You know, so I was like, all right, so, so good call, right, by the refs. A rarity in today's football. Good call by the refs. Whew. Negates a big play. Yeah. Um, turnovers. I mean, look, and I'll say it again. You know, execution, two point conversion. Oh God, insanity! They can't convert that. Um, we're not even having this conversation now. Bad call by Kafka. Second down draw. I don't quite know what they were thinking there. Yeah. Um, and it definitely came back to burn him. Right then, he tried a long field goal, and and you know that was a pretty tough task. Which I knew wasn't good. They weren't going. I mean, fifty-four. Right. He, I couldn't believe he made the fifty-two yarder, Crosby. But right. the, fifty-four was like, hey, hey, this is this is a miracle if he makes this kick. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good. You know, I was just the wind was kicking around a little down the field. You might not have seen it, the flags on TV, and even no, I couldn't even, tell. Even for the press box, the flags weren't kicking around. Right. But people were down in the field told me, you know, it's it's swirling around a little bit down there. You know, and this and yeah. that. No excuse. What are you gonna do, Jerry? Yeah. And that sums up the year, right, dude? I mean. You know, um, right. That's why I can't. That's why I'm glad it's over the year. I'm glad. It sums it up, man. Just yeah. Uh, yeah. this is what happens when you're five and eleven. You know, things right. like this happen. It's happened to the team all year. Going back to the Jets game and Bills game and this game, just can't execute. You know. Yeah. And, and Jerry, here's the thing that we 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 can't fall into this trap. You know, um, and I've done it too, plenty of times, bro. A lot of I see a lot of people on Twitter doing it. You can't let a guy have a good game and then say, oh, we got a guy for next year. Like, I understand Belton, really good game. I oh, no, no, no. Saying last night, oh, I think, you know, if McKinney leaves, we got Belton. Uh, whoa, slow down. You know? Yeah, no, 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 no. You know, a Slayton mm-hmm. is a nice, but how many times were we going crazy with Slay? Sure. Know? Yeah. You know, um, and all that stuff. Now, Slayton, don't get me wrong, is a guy I would love. Well, he's on the contract anyway. I have no problem with him. Yeah. But just yeah. you can't fall into that, you know. Guys have a good game here and there, and you say, oh, what well, good disposition. What good disposition, you know? Um, you know, look, we were kind of falling for it a lot when McFadden was playing well early in the year. Like, all right, you know, him and uh, Bobby next year. And you look at the last – his body worked out his four or five games, and you say, nah, come right. on, we got to upgrade right. that, you know? Right. So that's – Jerry, it uh, basically sums it up, right? I mean – What what I do feel good about, though, is, is with these guys that we definitely want to upgrade – we're still able to get the ball down the field with Tyrod Taylor. It's almost puzzling to me. Like, why did it, why does it take that long to, you know, he throws a good deep ball, right? He, he really does. Oh, but absolutely. Like, and yeah. it didn't happen with Daniel, right? I'm not, I'm not talking about DeVito, Chris. I'm talking about like Daniel, yeah. like even yeah. when he had time, he wasn't taking those deep shots outside of the Arizona game. So, you know, the one guy I do feel good about that I feel like we really have something here is Wandale Robinson. Like if he could oh, stay healthy. Absolutely. I mean, we have a we have a nice dynamic weapon. I'm not calling him a one, but he's a player who can help this offense going forward. Yeah. And if you add a one, and 
you know, continue to, to, and if Hyatt continues to progress and becomes more consistent, you had a one, you have Hyatt, you have Wandale, you got something there in the receiving core, right? And I do think you need to upgrade tight end. I really do. I, I think you got to upgrade both those guys. Waller's nice, but he's just so damn inconsistent. He had a decent game yesterday, but still inconsistent. Um, so look, man, I don't know how you come away from yesterday's game and just be like, and not think, man, we need to, we really need to upgrade the offensive line. Um, yeah. It's just the same old story for so long. It's the same, it's the same theme almost every podcast, but I, I just, I felt good about, it was weird, man. I felt good about the fact that we could actually move the ball with Tyrod Taylor and some of these guys, but I, yeah, trust me, no one, I don't think anyone thinks like, Oh, we got our guy with any of these guys other than, like I said, like a Wandell Robinson um, being able to contribute and build around, you know, going forward. Yeah. You know, Jerry and, Jalen Hyatt shows promise, right? But he's got to improve next year. Sure, got to drop improve ball. his hands. I mean, yeah. drop ball. He runs that. He runs that little shallow. He runs that little drag route, kind of like behind the sticks. And yep, you know, Tyrod doesn't really lead him to give him a shot. Tyrod Dable really pissed at him on the sideline. Oh, were they? Um, yeah. Uh, well, that that Tyrod was pissed, but he, I saw Tyrod go right over to him, and Dable gave him a look like, "Are you effing kidding me?" You know. Wow. Okay. So it was a combination of that. Tyra could have let him better, no question about it, and try yeah. to get him upfield. But you know, you got to run that, you got to run that route, that drag on the sticks or beyond the sticks. You know. Yeah, precisely. You can't, you right. can't have a fourth and one. What was it fourth and two, Jerry? Fourth. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and you lose two yards. <laughs> right. I mean, right. Right. On a pass play. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Jalen's look. Jalen's got to improve, improve a lot, but the potential is there. He's definitely a deep threat that we know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For Slay, man, I'm happy for Slay, man. You know, he's got a guy who can wing it downfield a little bit. You saw that the last two weeks. Yeah, right. And, Jerry, you know, you just talked about, hey, you know, we got Tyrod. He's doing some, you know, we're attacking down the field and all that. Well, that's also, right, Jerry, if you think about it, it's also an indictment on Daniel. Totally. A thousand percent. We couldn't do that when Daniel was in the nope. game. Nope. No, and, we couldn't. And before everybody wants to jump on the offensive line, yeah, there's, certainly there was some circumstances he couldn't, couldn't even set his feet. But it's just the same guys, you know, I know Andrew was out a little bit, but you know you do you do certain things, and there is opportunities, you know, oh, to yeah. get those shots down the field, and it just wasn't there with Daniel. Yeah, know? yeah, and that's kind of what I was, was times, alluding to. You know? Yeah, that's what I was alluding to. Like even yeah. when Jones was in, he wasn't doing it. And Tyrod, if Tyrod is for all of Tyrod's flaws, and there's many. I mean, the two point <laughs> conversion you saw the oh my, my god that you could have underhanded it to, to Saquon, or just he could have walked it in. You know, but he can throw the ball down the field, and he and he's much more successful at it than than anyone has been this year for this team. Look, you know, Tyrod is Tyrod. It is what it is. He's a good backup that can move an offense. He had 300 yeah. yards yesterday. Put some points on the board. Yeah. But he's a backup. And, yep. And why I say that is because how many times did you see me put on Twitter yesterday? You got to get rid of the ball there. Don't take the sack. Yeah, I know. It's so annoying. Got to get rid of the ball. Yep. Sometimes he had the one read. He took off. Yep. You know. Yeah. And then he'll turn around and make a great throw. Yeah, because Tyrod's a good football player, you know, but he's a backup for a reason. Yeah, he's a guy that could come in there, definitely win games, a couple games for you, you know. Yeah, and he could throw that. Be- Look, we we've seen this for two years now, training camp. Tyrod throws an absolute beautiful ball, and yep. you've seen it in games. He throws an absolute beautiful deep ball, you know, yeah. and then he'll make some bad mistakes, like the one interception. Yeah, you know, uh, and all that. You know, so <laughs> and the sacks, you know. Taking some sacks and they had six sacks, probably three of them on Tyrod, you know. So there's and there was a couple of circumstances, key circumstances in that game where you can't lose yardage there. Right. You know, you can't lose yardage. And and he was getting one time. I remember specifically Aaron Donald with a sack. Yeah. And I think Duran had another one. Um, 
and, and it was like, oh man, you got you know you got to get rid of it. So, Jerry, the positive of this team is, I didn't, honestly, Jerry, I didn't think the offensive line played as bad as the stats might show yesterday. I, I I thought they did some good things, gave him some time at times, no question. Uh, but obviously, we all know about the offensive line. Um, and look, these guys are fighting. They're really fighting hard. I was talking to some guys in the locker room on the side yesterday. And, and that's the that's the attitude, Jerry. You're like, we're going to fight till next week. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> at the time, some players thought it was four, until 4 o'clock until the season's over. Now it's going to be 7.30. Yeah, until 7.30, right. They right, changed right. it last night, you know. So, yep. um, and all that. So, um, that's the attitude. Uh, look, it's a credit to the coaching staff. It's a credit to the players, too, you know. They're going to fight to the last buzzer. Um, but, you know, this is a team that has a lot of issues. I have to be honest with you. <clears throat> you look at some of the plays yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you throw a little five-yard out. Oh, come on. Right. To Puka Nakua, mm. and he goes 80 yards because you're dancing with him on the sideline, trying to rip the ball, whatever the hell you're doing. What was he doing? Jerry, that's just that's just his- I mean, that's just asinine. I never seen anything like it. It's so stupid. Yeah. Such bad football. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then they score. You know, what do you expect? You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I like for a while, like everybody's talking about Dable, Dable, Dable. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how you come away from these games not thinking that this guy has these guys playing for him. Like, mm. I, I don't blame, you know, look, yes, you, a missed tackle, you get, you, you get mad about it, but I don't, I don't hold Brian Dable accountable for just a, a terrible tackling job by Adoree Jackson there. Mm. You know, I look yeah. at the whole team, how they're playing, undermanned, and they're fighting. And they almost beat the Rams and probably should have beaten the Rams. Like, right. Dable can't go out there and underhand the ball to Barkley and convert the two-point conversion for for Tyrod Taylor or or decide to walk it in. Like, there's just some things players got to take on their own at some point. I don't look at Dable and, and, and even his – I mean, there's some the flaws with the staff. We've talked about it before. But I look at Brian D- – I look at Brian Dable as like, it's the guy these guys are, are are willing to run through a wall for. You know, I, I didn't think that game would be close. I know you did. I I had that. I had the Rams coming in and winning by like 20, 24 points mm. yesterday, and they fought hard. And and I know that's not much consolation to a fan base that just wants victories, wants victories, and it's gone through so much. But I don't know, man. I I weirdly came away from that game feeling good about things. I, I don't know why. I, maybe it's just maybe it's just the new year, but. I, I love that we have a coach that these guys are playing for, Chris. I really do. Because I look at yeah. the talent. I look at the talent. I'm like, this, this. I get it. I get why we're this bad. I get it. Yeah. And you look at it and go, obviously, you know, you look at the roster and a lot of things have to change. But, True. I mean, so many games you could have won. And I, I don't like to get into the should or could have bullshit. No, you right. got to win these games. This is the NFL. Every team could say, yeah, hey, we could have won this one. Now, you know, I get it. I get yeah, it. Right. You know? right. But, you know, you could, you know, you're looking at some games that they basically gave away. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and as far as Dable, yeah, look, you know, you like the way these guys are, are playing really hard for him. Um, but Dable at the same time and his staff, they have to clean up some communication. They sure. have to clean up some th- management issues. Yep, There's no question about it. Like, you know, you look at yesterday and I wasn't quite sure, you know, Tyrod <clears throat> checked down to that run. Right. Well, well, we've seen him do this before, right? <laughs> sure. Before. Yes, we did, unfortunately. So mm. I even asked Tyrod, I said, you know, did you alert down to a run there? You know, uh, oh, he goes, he just, he was like, no, it was a draw. Otherwise, you know, it's a draw. It was, I was to play call. That's, you know, so, okay. So, yeah. What I mean by management issues, and, I, and I'll say this again, and Jerry, you know me a while now. <clears throat> the one guy 
I really admire, you know, obviously as our old guy, Bill Belichick, because Bill, during the course of a game in crunch time, and I'm not comparing Dable or Belichick. I understand. Sure. This is probably the greatest coach to ever play this game. And if you think I'm blowing smoke, so many players say, it, you know, Harry Carson came out and said the other day, he's the greatest coach ever. Trust me what I'm telling you. Anyway, but so many times I've seen him over the years when he was with McDaniels, and they had an audio, you know, they, had, they was mic'd up. Somebody was mic'd up. Yeah. And you hear Bill come over. And you hear him come over. Look, Josh, we're running We're running these three right here. We're going to run this. Oh, we're going to. So Josh knew. So what I'm saying is, in that second down play, you hate to see, you hate right. to put one. If you're thinking, now maybe Dable was okay with the run. I, uh, Dable's not going to tell us. You know, he's not going to throw anybody under the bus. He was like, I like to have it back. I like to have it back. Okay. So what does that mean? Like, I wish I overruled. Like, as soon as I, like, on that second down, you have 40 seconds, right, Jerry? Yeah. So right away, you could say, Mike, Mike, I want to pass here. Mike, Mike, make sure we keep it in the air. We got to get closer. You understand what I'm saying? Because Mason's, what, Jerry, 55 yards away in the wind. He's, he's the too guy, far. The guy's 40 years old. Right. He, he, you know, it, it, you're asking a lot, okay? The guy just yeah. signed le- the other day, the whole deal, because we have one of those years we're going through kickers, like, underwear. You can't make this up, right? Yeah. So to me – that's and you. We've seen that a few times this year, where certain you know certain things with coordinators, this and that, and you kind of like to have that head coach making sure everybody's on the same page. Like if he's thinking the first down play was a uh, pass or incomplete, what the hell, you know he should be thinking right. Okay, yeah. we got we got to get closer here. This is too far. The run is not a good option because if they don't get a yard, you know you're gonna have to kick that long field goal, and they didn't. They lost two yards, I think, on a draw. Yeah, they did. They lost two. Yeah. So. That's what I mean. Like, you know, a lot of times when you when you watch Belichick over the years, you see mic'd up things and guys I talk to, like he'll, he would make it known to his coordinator what the hell he wants with yeah. this circumstance coming up. And I think Dable has to learn that uh, yeah, because Kafka called it in. It was a run. And I found out. I even asked Tyler, who was very honest with us at the podium. He took blame for everything, you know, the whole deal. Uh, indecisiveness on the, on the two-pointer and all that stuff, Jerry. Um you know, and you hate to see that because you got to get close to there. And if Mike starts, Mike calls a run play in or before the play, you got to make it known. You know, don't just don't sit there. Oh, okay, my coordinator is good. I have faith in him. I really like him. He's a hardworking guy. I get it. And Mike's, Mike's, look, Mike is Mike. But you can't put all your, you have to take charge, Jerry. If you want to pass there, you make it known to your coordinator. That's the way it is, dude. Yeah. And you know? I, based on, based on the way, look, I, I have no idea what Dable's thinking. But based on his no, response, he, I, I looked to me like he wasn't happy with the play call. That, that's what I it agree. looked like to me. I agree. Okay. All right, cool. Because that's that's how it came across to me. But you're right. Uh, I mean, dude, we've seen, we talk about it before. We've seen Parcells question Belichick or, or demand yeah. Belichick of certain <laughs> things. Like, yeah. you're just talking about Belichick being the greatest of all time, and I agree with you. And you had a guy, like, pressing him about what he's calling. Yeah, another guy is greatest of all time. I wanted to right. <laughs> so, like, I mean, if the greatest can press the greatest – then Dable can press Kafka and Wink and whoever. Um, all right, let's take a break because there is one guy I want to talk about real quick that I do think we have our solution at something on this team, and not just because of yesterday, but uh, we'll be back right after this, guys. Uh, you listen to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz, biz, Nano. There is one guy, though, who I want back. I don't care what you have to do to bring him back. I don't know what kind of contract he signed, but if it's one, if it was just this year, please bring Gunner back. Just, I'm not, no, forget the, 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 the record-breaking punt return aside where I have no idea how he broke those tackles. Just the consistency with him catching the ball and getting positive yardage. Please, Chris, not a brain gunner yeah. back. I don't want to. I don't want to go into next year with someone where I'm holding my breath every time there's a punt. Yeah, this guy has solidified that position, and I know yeah. he had issues with Pittsburgh, but it's working here. We we let let's bring Gunner back. That's all. I agree with him 100. I think he's earned that job. Right? Come on. I think he's earned the. I think he's earned the training camp spot next year. <laughs> please. Yeah. You know, uh, not you know. You look at yesterday. Not only is he very, you know. Very solid and returning punts. You're not worried about it. He's not muffing. He's not now he's returning one ninety yards. Yeah. You know, so it was uh, right. pretty funny too, because it was a punt that David really didn't want him to catch. And then right. when he went all the way, it was like, okay, attaboy, where to go? You know, yeah, one of those right, type right. deals, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um uh yeah, I agree with you, Jerry. There's a guy that uh has really settled down that position since they signed him. Good sign by Joe. Yeah. Bringing him all that. I know, like you said, he has some issues with but the guy was the guy was an old pro one year, a pro bowl right. a couple of years ago, you know? Yeah, yeah. Things went sideways on him a little bit. I get it. It happens in this league, but it has it with the Giants. And normally you know, when so. a guy catches a ball inside the, the 10, or inside the 5, rather, even inside the 10, you're like, oh, what are you doing? But he has a feel for how far, you know, the gunner is, eh, gunner, how far the gunner is from him where he can, you know, I can make this first guy miss and get to the 12, 13-yard line because maybe the ball's not going to go into the end zone. He just seems to have a, he, he's doing everything right. Like, he's, he's catching the ball. He seems to have a good feel. And like you said, he's, He's even more explosive than I thought he was. I mean, you know, he wasn't, I mean, uh, Isaiah Simmons, like he was beating him down the sidelines, but it was still a hell of a play by the kid. So yeah. bring him, bring Gunner back. Love it. Love it. Great move. Yeah. By, by I don't know if you saw yesterday. Did you see your old boy, Richie James, where he caught a punt yesterday? I didn't see it. Did you see it, Jerry? He, mm. caught, he caught a punt in the end zone, man. <laughs> oh my God. Did Pretty really? funny. I was thinking of Richie. I always liked Richie, you know, I, I, thought, he yeah. did, I thought he did some good things for the Giants. You know, I know he had that one big, but I was laughing because they were talking about Gunner, you know? Catching mm-hmm. the ball on the six, whatever it was, and go. And then he showed Richie James catching one in the end zone. He goes, we got one better than that. And you see Richie, it's pretty funny. He came out like the 13 or something. But, um, That's funny. Yeah, you got to get that feel. That's what those deals with coaches like, what do you do? Oh, okay. As he's on yeah. the other sideline. You know, it's like, you know, so. I did uh, think Cam Brown was going to get called for a block in the back on that last. I was like, oh, that was close. That was very close. But you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know. It is it, it's funny, Jerry, right? Because obviously you see things being at the game. And you were season ticket off a long time. So you know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, when he got to that second level, Jerry, after he yeah. broke those two tackles, yeah. all you saw was a wall of jump. When he hit that second level, Jerry, yeah. 
Yeah. Everybody in the booth was like, he's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You saw like a wall of choice, like one ram. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, awesome. he's gone. I mean, Jeremy, I could have returned it. How slow I am at 57 <laughs> because he had Isaiah. He had Cam, I think. He had yeah. Donnie yeah. Hall. He, he had a few people in front of him. Yeah. And it was over. You know, it was yeah. all like, like, gonna, like, I was like, holy crap, he's, he's going to go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, listen, you get a special teas play. That's great. We haven't had many at all. So, you know, so, um, yeah. Because uh, the special teas really hasn't been good the last two, three years. Nope. Um, you know, I'm gonna look the one mess up he did have. He kind of let a ball whip over his head that one time. Yeah, came right. back, got it, and tried to make something happen. But it happens. It happens with all Pro Bowl uh, part returners and guys that are really good. And Gunner's been really good. That's it. Yeah. Bottom line, everybody's felt safe with Gunner back there. Returning yeah. kickoffs or returning punts. Everybody has felt safe with Gunner. And before we go to the uh, to the defense, um, Tyree Phillips, man, I felt for. Well, I, I, yeah. I mean, covering his face, you could see how emotional he was. Yeah. Nice story. He was playing well. He was playing better than Evan Neal, for God's sake. Like, you see that happen, and, and you, I knew it was a leg injury. I, I don't like watching that stuff, to be honest with you. It makes me queasy because yeah. I saw his leg buckle, and I was like, oh, I look. I didn't know if it was an ACL or a broken leg, and I'm just like, I'm not watching this again. I'll, you know, yeah. I'll wait till afterwards, and, yeah. you know, you find out what it is, and it's it's just such a bummer for the kid. You know, he's playing well for him, yeah. man. Yeah, definitely, man. And it turned out it was a quad tendon that he tore. Yeah. Dable, conf- Dable confirmed that with us today a little while ago on Zoom. Yeah. And obviously, he's going to need surgery and he'll be out a while. You know, he'll be rehabbing a while. I mean, a lot of quad injuries this year, man. So you see around the league, these quad injuries is amazing. Yeah. You know, I, I never heard out years ago, but these guys are so, oh, man, they're like well oiled machines now, man. Their muscles stand almost out. too yeah. well sometimes like that. Yeah, I, mean, I think so. I think so. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, so big loss there. Matt Perk did all right. There's some good things he came in. Yeah. He's going to have to play next week against the Eagles and all that stuff. Yeah. So. As far as the defense, Jerry, well, Wink changed it up in the second half. Yeah. After Stafford moved the ball the first few drives pretty easily. And Kyman was doing a pretty good job running the ball. But you know what? I think I think Wink, literally, Jerry, I got to look at the numbers right after we get off this uh, air. I think Wink literally blitzed 81% of the time last night. Yeah, it looked like it did. It looked crazy. Um, I was like, he's blitzing three quarters of this. And it was really, yeah. I, I tell you, man, those last drop, the last possessions by the Rams in the fourth quarter where they could have kind of put the game away. They missed extra point two, as we all know. Yeah. Uh, two of them, right? They missed two extra yeah, points. Two, two. Kind of kept the Giants there. And yep. I tell you, man, I was looking at some of those schemes up front. What Wink did, and, and he had the Rams confused, bro. Yeah. He had Stafford confused. He had uh, Dots in the right time. He had Havistein confused. They were showing six, seven-man blitzes, dropped one or two, yeah. sent in another guy from the B-gap. You know, when, when they, like One time, I think that Isaiah Simmons sack, <clears throat> he was either McFad, somebody was lined up over the B and, and the right guard, Dotson. He's expecting that guy, I think McFadden, I think it was, he drops back into oh, Bobby. Maybe it was Bobby or Kurrigan. He drops back into coverage. Isaiah yeah. shoots the B-gap. Uh, ODA guy, I don't quite 100% remember, but, but they were like, what? You know, yeah, right. Dotson's ready to help out either the center or the right tackle. I don't remember the time, but he they were totally full. Isaiah yeah, comes yeah, in right. clean, big yeah. sack, and they admitted it. Look, they, you know, I reading the transcripts after the game from Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay, you know, and they said, listen, they, they got us, man. We, we didn't even have an answer for it in the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. And Wink is so good at that, and Wink is such a challenge to defend, you know. Because he throws so many different things at you, you know, and, and he did a great job in the fourth quarter. He was very, man, he was very aggressive down Ate Banks, you know. 
Yeah, and right. He, and he doesn't stayed. stop him. It doesn't mean anything. When when we have corners down or Wink Martindale defense has corners down, he does not care. He does not care. Um, the problem I always have with Wink is Jerry is that you know with some of those aggressive blitz schemes, sometimes they're not working. They pick it up. They they find what they, they recognize what they're doing, and then Wink still does it down corners, and that's when yes. you get burned. But yep. Wink, to his credit, yesterday smelled blood in the water. He saw he sort of if Wink sees your line is struggling to pick up his concepts, it's yeah. over. He's yeah, gonna he's blitz every yeah. damn pass and play. He is going to blitz until you start recognizing. You know? They really right. did. And Sean McVay admitted it. He admitted it. He goes, we really struggled in it. Matthew Stafford gave all the credit in the world to Wink and the defense. He goes, those guys are really talking to the fan. Yeah. Goes, we have problems with it, you know? Yeah. So. Okay, got his first two sacks of the season. Looked like he was yeah. shot out of a cannon. There was another play where he blew up the running back, man. It was almost like the yeah. looked like the running back exploded when he hit him um he was trying to block him and it was just oh my god i mean what a what a talk about a guy that we were excited about who has you know at first took a while to learn the defense but man he's a centerpiece of this defense at this point Absolutely. i mean he him and him and dexter lawrence it's like okay this is it right here mm-hmm. you know um so Karake had a good game wink had a, had good schemes i like again man i like isaiah simmons i know that's going to be tough to keep him because he he's still like a it's like a Swiss Army knife that we always talk about. I hate that term, but it's what he is. You just don't know what to do with him really all the time. I wish he um, would play more, Jerry. Yeah, he's athletic, Chris. Again, right? last again, night, again, last night, he had 21 snaps only. I, I wish he would play more. Find find a, find a spot for him or, or be versatile with him, right? Um, one guy who is struggling, though, is, is Kayvon Thibodeau. And I think he had like two assists yesterday. Yeah, he's been quiet. Yeah. He's almost, he was almost absent yesterday. Like he, he, I didn't even know he was on the field half the time. Um, it's yep. been, it's been a rough go for him. Now, I don't know if that's because like last year he missed so much time and then he played, it was almost like a college season for him. I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but I'm trying to figure this out. Like this guy was, was playing so well. I don't know if he should hit like a, a rookie wall his second year, you know, like this is game 16. I don't know. I have no idea, but um, it, it's, you know, he's not. It's not the he's not doesn't look like the player he was four or five weeks ago. But again, I don't know if it's just a long season. I, I can't I can't nah, figure it out. No, nah, Jerry. You know, last year we could have did that. This year he's admitted he's in the best condition. He's yeah. in great condition. He finishes game strong. He plays sixty snaps. He's never tired. He's just not doing anything. <coughs> Excuse me, but you know, Wink had him drop at the coverage a few times yesterday. Don't get me wrong, but he's just not making an impact. Yeah, you know, three games in a row, he's just not making an impact. So I like to see him finish the last game strong, feel good going through the off season. Because he seems like he's been stuck at that 11 and a half sacks for a while now, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, four, this will be the fourth game coming up. Yeah. Um, and you like to see him, you know, kind of everybody feel good about him going into uh, the offseason with a nice strong game Sunday because he just – he's been very quiet. He really has. Yeah. Um, your boy McLeod got a lot of playing time yesterday. Nick McLeod. Yeah, well, I figured Nick would start. I, I tell you, Jerry, you'll call me crazy, but he's a guy you want to keep, man. I mean, oh, I, 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 I think he's going anywhere. No, but he's a very good special teams gunner. You know, yeah. he's a very good special teams gunner. And, dude, tell me where he's embarrassed himself when he's played corner. So, like, we picked up guys like Chris. We picked up guys like McLeod. We pick up Pinnock. Uh, we pick up Gunner. Like, we're good at this this aspect of, of roster building, right? Like, almost free agents. You know, like the um, the guys that you, you, you kind of pick up late almost. Um, I'm not talking about the, the big spending money. But they're big spending guys, but but those guys like that, like we've done a good job with those guys, and and these are guys like like McLeod, like I I, I agree with you, man. I want to keep him. He's he's good in the slot. He's good to play the outside. He's good on special teams. You know, he's a nice story. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, you, you know, when you got a guy that's really good on special teams, bro, you you could, you know, 
you could stick to rosters, as we know. Like right. Carter, Coff- Carter Coffin and Cam Brown, I'll tell you that. You know? Yep, that's right. And Donnie Holmes, another guy. You know, he didn't play a defensive snap yesterday, but he's really, you know, they were praising him yesterday about what kind of a gunner he is, you know? Yeah, yeah. But as far as, you know, just playing, jumping in and playing corner, man, I, I tell you, you know, Nick's a guy that was up in Buffalo, so Joe and Dave's know him. You know, they knew about him. Bring him over here last year. And, you know, every time the dude's got to play corner, and I figured that yesterday, Jerry. I figured they were going to keep flotting inside. I thought Flot struggled yesterday, by the way. Yeah, did. Um, but I, I – you know, I knew Nick was going to be on the outside with um, Adoria on the other side. Mm-hmm. And they have got, look, they got Cup. They got, we all know Nuku, we all know Cup. And of course, Demarcus Robinson, uh, Sean McVay, I don't know what the hell he's putting in his drink, but Demarcus Robinson looks like the, the guy that was drafted so high now years ago. He does. You know, that, that the Chiefs were really hoping to develop. And, you know, and then the Ravens, and all of a sudden he comes over here, but that's a credit to Sean McVay. He's just a hell of a freaking offensive coach. But, yeah. Um, I liked it. I, I thought Nick did a hell of a job yesterday. Again, you know, he's not out there embarrassing himself at all. You know, he, nope. hold, he kind of holds the floor. I, I love him. Um, I, I'm glad he's going to be back next year. I think he's a nice piece to have on his defense. Yeah. And special yeah. teams, Jerry. And special teams, you know. Yeah. It's it's almost like we, we've done a, a decent job building the back end of the roster. It's very weird how this team's being built or, or, or how it's working out, I should say. Uh, we've got so much to do with, yeah, like, because you know yeah. Depth is a major issue on this roster. You know, right, so you, right. you got to keep adding guys, you know, that are, could jump in like a Nick yeah. and play some pretty good football. That's what these other teams do, dude. I mean, the Packers, you look at them, they lost their corners, bro. I mean, you know, they they got an old friend, Colby Valentine. They got the draft pick, uh, Valentine play. But these guys come in and they're not embarrassing themselves. You know, depth, right. uh, uh, Dallas, do we need to go in any further? They lose a guy, forget about it. They get another guy right in there, a guy plays far. You know, so <laughs> that's Joe. And Joe knows that. You know, look, Joe yeah, knows that. Right. We got to build depth on this roster, you know, because we, we can't have a tackle going down and Matt Pertz is swing guy. I'm talking about yeah. before Phillips, you know, yeah, you know, uh, and all that stuff. You, all the guard goes down and, you know, you got to bring in a McKethan. You got to be, got it. They got it. Depth is a major issue on this roster. Yeah, and I'm not. Look, I'm not. I'm not inventing a wheel here. Believe me, Shane and Dave's know that. Yeah. Um, but they have to go out there and do it this whole season. It's just, it's funny, man, because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be all over the place. But like, I, I watched that game yesterday, and then I look around the league, and you see some of the crappy play from some of the better teams, quote unquote, better teams outside of the Ravens right now, who are flying high. And it's like, you know, how many? We're a lot. We're we need a lot, but it's almost like, man, you add a piece here, add a piece there stack up some more wins that we the games we should have won and and you're you're within striking difference distance of a playoff spot you know I, I know it sounds easier than than it actually is but it's just like you know i don't know man the, the, the a dominant team changes every week for 11 weeks it was the eagles then it was the 49ers then they now it's the ravens and you know all these teams have flaws you know and i don't know I, i'm trying to talk myself into like we're not that far away i know we need a lot we talk about it all the time but it's like I don't know, man. I, I trust, I trust, the, I trust Shane and Dable. Shane's got to do a, you know, Shane's got to hit a, a home, a triple or a home run this off season. But I, I like what we have with those guys. I really do. I love what we have with Dable. The thing you have with those teams you just mentioned, what do they have? Very oh, good quarterbacks. quarterbacks. So Quarterback. Jerry, yeah. you know, we could talk about depth and they have to add that. We could talk about receiver, but blah, 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 blah. But it all starts behind center jerry Absolutely. so they have to take care of that look right now i think they're fifth <coughs> fifth right dude five if they're, they're five they can move up to two if everything falls their way which it won't 
which I won't. I, I'm sorry, Jerry. I haven't really looked at these scenarios. Well, I saw, I'm all over it. I saw something on Twitter that a couple of teams lose. They could fall to two, but it looks they like can, it's a long shot. The highest they can go is two. They cannot go to one. They right. can go to two if everyone in front of them, if the Patriots, Cardinals, and and Commanders all win. Yeah. Uh, and, and the I Patriots can win. They're playing the Jets. Yeah. And I got news for you. They might blow all that up by beating the Eagles Sunday. I think. I agree with you. I think they're going to win Later Sunday. on in the week, we'll get into the preview. Yep. I think there's a very good chance they knock off the Eagles Sunday. But Yeah, because one we talk about a team that's lost that that that, that has lost the locker room, guys. Look look at uh, look at the top of the towards the top of the division. That's happened. <laughs> what a shame. That's so, <laughs> Yeah, I really broke it up over that. Love Nick Sirianni. So, love him. <laughs> I'm really broken up over that. So, um yeah, that's one thing you haven't seen here with the Giants of the locker room. I know <clears throat> some guys Try to spin it that way in the media world, but not true at all. Like I said weeks ago, but Jerry, the key piece is going to be what quarterback um, getting that quarterback. You know, it's yeah. going to be getting that quarterback. Is there really any doubt, Jerry? They're going to go quarterback, or they're going to try to try to. Know? They'll try to. We'll see what happens with Joe. How aggressive he is, or who's there, who's not there. What who who trades up, who, who trades down. You know, and, and again, dude, we always talk about it. The combine. Once that happens, everything changes with all these guys. How they rise and yeah. fall. So does you know the Bears at number one and you know Justin looks pretty good. The Bears decide they want to move out of that spot and get a boatload of more picks that they have and capital and the Giants want to jump in there. Joe be very aggressive and get their guy. We'll see. We'll see in April. Yeah. You know, but I think we all know that no matter what we say, right? Bringing all pros. I mean, uh, very good plays, free agency, draft, all that stuff, dude. They have to get this quarterback position settled down. I don't think there's a lot of faith in Daniel Jones, even though he's going to be back next year. I don't think we all have a lot of faith in Daniel right now saying, okay, you know, his knee will be all right. He won't get hurt next year. His He'll neck play. will be okay. Right. His right. knee, his neck twice. Right. Yeah. Uh, he won't be injured. Um, and his play will elevate next season. I don't think there's a lot of faith in that right now. Right. Right. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting how it falls. And then, you know, the, the four teams ahead of him, three, I think at least two will want a quarterback. And like you said, the Bears are probably – Unless they are in love with Marvin Harrison, unless they say that's it, we're going to give Justin Fields Marvin Harrison. Yeah. Uh, what team can can offer the most draft picks or the most capital to move up to one? Um, going to be interesting, dude. Um, anything else about this game you want to touch on? Uh, no. Look, um, just I guess some of the mistakes that we talked about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Holding third and eighteen. Mm. They hit. They hit Daniel Ballinger. Fourth and one mistake. One turnover, we get a couple of turnovers, you know, mistake. You know, missed extra point, mistake. Two-point conversion. Daves goes for it after they were called. Jerry, can I ask you something, dude? What was wrong with that leaping call? Did somebody drag somebody down the front? That's no, because he, he was because he was behind the line. He wasn't on the line when he left. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't know you. either. I didn't know either until I explained Cause it. Because I said, because when I looked at it in the replay quick up at the booth, I said, well, he didn't jump over the center. So what was the problem? You know? Yeah, he would. Oh, he, I didn't he realize like a, he, actually, he actually got a head start. Yeah, he got like a, a running, running start, start to do it. Yeah. And then, oh, you can't do that. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jerry. I, I wasn't quite sure what the hell, why that was about. I thought yeah. maybe somebody dragged the guy down up front and they leaped over him, you know? Yeah, because I watched it again. I'm like, no one, he didn't jump on anyone and then i was like oh no he was behind the line okay gotcha okay so that was the reason why i do it which is a good call obviously a good call you can't do yeah. that so and then dave's look rightfully so right i i, I see people like oh it should get a momentum kick the extra point well he's like no great call great call you're not going to playoffs go for it right, dude you know? great call you get one yard you gotta get it you gotta Jerry, get it let me let me tell you something dude that was a I, you know i know we've gotten on mike kafka and dave will play call on offense that was a great scheme they drew up for Saquon. I was watching that develop 
all the way, dude. It was right yeah. in front of me. And the Rams totally went for it. Saquon came from the left side by the left, and he just did like a little hide route behind the line and slipped out to that flat. And by the time the Rams realized, I think it was Ernest Jones, and by the time he realized where the hell Saquon was, it was too late. Jerry, it was a perfectly designed play, not executed by Tyrod. Unbelievable. A story Sums of the 20, up, right, story of 2023, dude. Story of 2023. And last thing. Um, I last thing. Um, Dable has to challenge two plays on the first drive. But he and has it's like, to. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I know. But absolutely. like but yeah. that rule, that rule's gotta change, dude. You can't just get one more challenge the rest of the game. I agree, Jerry. I agree. If you're getting him right, you got two more. Like, okay, you want to give him two, fine. But if he gets one right, then he still has two more. Okay, that's how it has to be. That rule's got to freaking change, well, Jerry. Why do you say that? Why do you say that for the rest? Is so good. They don't really miss it much. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I could, Jerry, I don't think I've ever seen that before. I'm like, they got a challenge twice on the first drive, and right. and, and it wasn't like a you know a second and four play. The guy got three. Uh, no, you know, uh, he got well, a first. Pat Shermer the, challenge. Pat Shermer challenge. You remember that years ago? Yes, I. We do. were like, we were like, what the hell is he challenging that for? It was remember? like it was like second and nine, and it was like a three yard gain, right. and we're These like. Were, Okay. These were important plays. They were first down plays, and I had no problem. I saw people on Twitter saying, "Oh, why challenge so early?" Because they were important plays at the first drive. Absolutely, <laughs> you know? they got to you know? change that damn rule. That rule's stupid. You know, so it was like it's it's so sad that you know you got to use two of the challenges on a first drive. It's insanity. Right, right. You know? and you only have one more. Okay, great. So you know, and, and, you know, and in this league, you know, when you only have one more, good luck. Yeah. You could probably use it seven times throughout. Right. The Good luck in this league, you know, uh, because you could probably challenge about fifteen a game. So I mean, you know, it's it's insane. It's getting worse and worse. I don't know if you saw the Lions game Saturday night. The you know, supposedly oh the God. supposedly the Detroit organization is going ballistic. They should. They should. They should. Ballistic over that. You know. Oh my God. Um, you took some away the, a win. Some of the gifs and the memes for that are hilarious. By the way, they have drawn <laughs> no, no. on sixty-eight on number seventy. Oh my God, it's so funny. Yeah, I mean, you look, they're affecting games, bro. We've been saying this for the longest time. They're affecting games. And when they affect that big one in February, that's when the, that's when things will change. Yeah, it's almost WWF in the 80s. Like, it's the, these refs, it's that bad right now. It's so bad. I keep using that line, Chris, to everybody. Like, when it happens in a championship game, it's going to get ugly. When it means something. Right now, everyone still watches the NFL. Goodell does not care. When it starts oh. affecting the bottom line, then he'll care. Like everything else in this world. As soon as yep. it starts affecting money, then things will change, right? Yep. Um, and, and look, Jerry, you know, bang, bang plays, a ball, maybe not, you know, caught. Ball hits the ground. A guy's going to the ground. Okay. I'll even give you that, dude. Although sure. Some of them are so obvious. Like, what are you looking at? Anyway, I'll even give you that. But what happened to the Lions was a procedural thing. Yet Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And Dan Campbell told them before, before. the game. <laughs> He says, listen, if it comes down to this two-point, we're going to have our guy 70. He's going to act like he's eligible, go over, walk over, act like, but he's not going to be. We're going to put 68 eligible. So get ready. We're going to kind of design. We're going to scheme it. We're going to kind of disguise it. Right. And that's exactly what they did. And the ref still was like, oh, 70. Yeah. 70 is eligible. What? Yeah. Look, the referee has been really bad. You know, and I hate, look, they're human beings. I I don't like hopping on it, hopping on it. No, I know. Dude, look, Jerry. I've probably been hopping it. <laughs> we have to, though. I've probably been hopping it. When they're this bad, when they're this incompetent. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I've probably been going crazy since 2002 when the Giants got robbed in San Francisco. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, um, I probably. That was it worse to re kick? That cost them a playoff game. 
Yep. You know, so I guess look, look what happened to the Saints a couple of years ago, right? Oh the my Vikings. God. Yep. It cost them a playoff game, you yep. know? Yep. Um that's people go crazy, you know. Uh and you see, you know, you saw some of it, you know, yesterday, like Dave's has to use two challenges. Rightfully so, Dave's did the right thing. You yeah. know, did the right there's Oh no, I had no argue, no no issue with that, dude. He should have yeah. challenged. Yep. There's challenges and then there's challenges, right? Yep. yep. So he did the right thing and uh and all that. So uh, Dave's was man, he was Wow, was he mad after the press? He just just gut wrenching losses, dude. You know, he just yeah. he was just on fire because the lack of execution, Jerry. Probably that second down play that Kafka ran. He was probably freaking fuming. You know, um, yep. he was fuming from the height. Right? He was, uh, you know, it was a lot of things like he just it just look. It's a sixteen game. It's a long season. Yeah. And then all that stuff. So. It's going to be interesting, the tone for next training camp, Chris. I, I, I was going to see if you notice if he's a little more on edge next year, you know, because of, right. of, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to improve this roster, the execution has to be there. You just wonder if he's going to be a little, turn it up a little bit on them. It's going to be interesting to see. So. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, you have a really bad year next year. And, you know, you know what people are going to be talking about. Yep, absolutely. You know, but you know what? Um, I think. It's safe to say they're going to look for that quarterback and they're going to say, okay, this is our guy, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, then they'll take it from there. But uh, look, this is a tough area, man, media-wise. And New York's tough. I mean, you're losing. It is friggin' tough, as you know, Jerry. Yeah. It, it is friggin' tough. And it wears on these coaches and stuff like that. And, yeah. And then, I mean, of course, you're losing games like that you really should be winning. And then everybody just picking apart everything you're doing. Yeah, right. That's the way this market is. Yep. When you sign that contract, <laughs> that goes with the contract. Yeah, it does. You know, so. Absolutely. All right, guys. Good stuff, Chris. Um, we'll come back later this week with our uh, Eagles preview. I think it's going to be a good mood podcast. I don't know. I, the way we're talking about this, I just think it's going to be, I think we're going to start off 2024 the right way. But mm. we'll see. Hopefully, I don't get, you know, the uh, the rug pulled out from under me early this year. But I don't know. I feel good about it as well, Chris. Um, so do I. Yeah, so do good. I. I agree with you, dude. We'll get into it later on in the week, but I, I, I'm smelling upset, Foley. I'm smelling upset Sunday. That, that whole, like, let's beat these guys. You know what, guys? I, I, uh, I think it's going to happen, but we'll see. All right. Anyway. I guess, Jerry, the ultimate New Year gift yeah. early on, right? In 20, early in 2024 would be <laughs> Dallas getting upset in Washington. Yeah. And the Giants knocking off the Eagles. The Eagles still don't win the division because they lost to us, right? That would be awesome. Yes. That would be the ultimate New Year, 2024 New Year gift, in yep. my opinion. Yeah. I don't, I don't care about five through eight picks, guys. Like, if it drops us to eight or whatever it does, whatever. Let's beat Philly. Let's beat Philly. Come on. Enough of this. Enough of this, uh, you know, tankathon shit. Let's. No one's tanking on the Giants, but you know so what I mean. So if the right? Giants are down by a point, 30 seconds left, you're going for two. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So is Dave. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm sure Dave will too. <laughs> yeah. turn, up, turn up the heat in Philly on Sirianni. So I don't have to see his face on the sidelines anymore. Turn up the heat on that guy. Anyway. <laughs> millennial millennial Barry Switzer, as Julian Love calls him. Yeah, I, I heard Jerry was really get. it's really getting ugly down it's there. It's ugly. It is absolutely. I, I listened to the radio this morning to hear Did about you? it. Oh, yeah. So who, Philly, who, are they, uh, who are they basically blaming? Sirianni. Really? It's all Sirianni. The move he made to Patricia, it's everything. It's 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 the move to Patricia. It's, you know, they, they didn't realize how good uh, how good the coordinators were last year, of course, they say. And by the way, I picked the Cardinals. That was the only that was the only one I was proud of this week. I, I said because of Gannon, the Gannon factor. Yeah. Um, and then just Philly's Philly's not playing well. 
but their their um their venom is completely towards Sirianni. And now, Chris, they're talking about like it just feels like it's coming to an end already. I, I swear to God, like they're saying, like they also lost Devontae Smith last night, right? On that on that play, and that's the thing. He ran two plays with Jalen Hurts, and then he ran that screen to Gainwell. So they're freaking out over those that play call. Okay, I didn't know. Went, I didn't even know what you talked. Oh about. yeah, dude. I, I, yeah, I was watching it. I was. I watched it over and over again. They they ran a play with Hurts, and then they ran Hurts to the side where he lost like four or five yards. It was a weird call, and then they ran a screen to Gainwell, and on the screen to Gainwell of all guys to run the screen to, Devontae Smith got hurt, hmm. and AJ Brown's sideline stuff. I think it's becoming a thing. I thought it was a thing earlier in the year. It's totally a thing now. He's well, I, not saw AJ, I saw AJ only had four catches, so I figured he was bitching. Dude, they ran real quick, Chris. Not to talk about the Eagles, but it's it's it feels so good that they're not playing well. They uh, Gannon tried an onside kick and basically said to the Eagles, "If you recover this, you're probably going to win the game." And the Eagles only came away with three, and mm. that was like, oh. And and they said AJ AJ Brown walked off the field like, like here we go again, and uh, mm. Cardinals came right down and scored, and that was it. Wow. So yeah, everything uh, is on Sirianni right now. It's really ugly down there in Philly, and 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 Jerry, in my opinion, if they don't, they're not going to win this division. Dallas ain't losing to Washington, bro. Yeah. I still think the Giants have a shot. We'll talk about that. But, you know, but if the Giants lose to them, I don't think Dallas is losing Washington. So the Eagles on the road, I think they're one and done. Well, they, they, if they, they right now, they would play Tampa. So that that's. I don't care. Okay. Dude, Fine. I don't care. I, I'm not saying they, I'm not saying right. they, Jerry, I'm not saying they can't lose it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry, Jerry. I'm not saying they can't beat Tampa. I'm just saying I think they're in trouble no matter where they go on the road in that first division yeah, uh, so. wild card weekend. I think so. they're in trouble. Yep. I know Tampa lost yesterday. What the hell? All that. But I'm telling you, I think they're in trouble no matter where they go. Yeah, their, their defense is doing – they're talking about – you know, I love – Seth Joyner is is their version of Carl Banks, but he's way more angry, right? Like uh, like from a media perspective. Knows the game, and he was ripping into that coaching staff. You don't run stunts. You run nothing. Like, I, right. I, I, lo- I love – I admittedly love Seth Joyner listening to him. He's a guy who knows a lot. That's Carl Banks' good friend, too. Very good yeah, friend. right. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I saw an article from uh, one of their beat writers in the Philly Inquiry on um, Twitter this morning. He was ripping their schemes, defensive schemes, and Patricia's a joke. He started ripping Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I was like, holy crap, you know? Yeah. So let's get ugly. I saw James Conner at 120-something yards. I'm like, whoa, what Best game of the year. Best game of the season. run defense? What the hell's going on? And, and then the one, of the re- was- one of the receivers hasn't caught a ball all year. I forget which one. And he caught two on consecutive plays. I think he had a touchdown. I forget which yeah. guy it was. So Yeah, I haven't seen the stats yet. I, I just saw that Kyle had a really good game. I uh, looked like he had a really good game. And I saw yeah, Dorch. Dorch said tight end like six catches, seven yards, yeah. and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, boy, they must be going crazy down in Philly. So. Yep. Good stuff. All right, guys. quickly. But Jerry, what was two things I was talking about earlier in the year with the Eagles? One, two things. One, well, the, the I, coach, the one coaching you remember changes, for sure. The coaching changes were one thing. The, the yeah, that was in the preseason, right? We said that. Yeah. We talked yeah. about hey, who knows what's going to happen. These coordinators are gone. Well, yeah. you're starting yeah. to see it now. Yeah. Two, even when the Eagles were winning all those games, what I said, I said, Jerry, there's something wrong. wrong. Yeah. Something's not right. They might be winning these games, but it evens out in this league, you know? Yep. Well, yep. that's happening. And the other one was that I forgot because I'm shot. Um, oh, I said when, when Dallas beat – before Dallas beat them the second time. No, yeah, Bradbury would talk about it. I said when they beat Dallas in Philly. Right. The game they shouldn't have beat one that right. either. Right, right. I don't know if you remember when I said that. I think I said it on a podcast or twice. I said, this division's not over yet with Dallas. I'm yeah, right, right. I yeah. said, this division's not over yet with Dallas. And Dallas is 
made it really difficult for us to losing those two road games. And it's still going to win this damn division. Who would have thought yeah. that? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, not me. No way. No, no. When when they lost that Miami game, Buff, you know, Buffalo, okay, I'll give you the ball. But then when they lost to Miami, I said, well, Dallas blew that opportunity for the winning yeah. division because the Eagles lose every damn. And they're still probably going to win this division. Yeah, Amazing. yeah, Amazing. yeah. So. Good stuff. And here's a Dallas, just quickly, Jared, before we yeah. sign off. Yeah. And here's a Dallas team, right, that we you look at and you say, well, they're not going to win the division, so they're going to have to go on the road. And they're not a, really a good road team. They're right. going to get beat maybe week two after Tampa, whatever. They're probably going to get beat. And now you look at them and you say to yourself, well, they're going to have home game. And guess what? They're probably going to be playing San Francisco in the championship game now. Absolutely. Right? It's amazing, yeah. dude. It's it amazing. really is. It's almost like you don't you don't want to just say it's, it's a foregone conclusion, but the likelihood is they're going to have a home game. They're going to end up playing the Niners for the NFC championship. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. It's amazing, right? How quickly it changes in this league, man. So. It really, that's what I said. Like, we need a lot, but if you add some things, and like you said, you add that one big thing, you really need the quarterback. I don't know. I think it could turn around. So I'm always, yeah. I'm the eternal optimist, especially after uh, when the season ends. So, yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we'll be back later this week with the preview. Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye bye. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.